Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You are good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Missed the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. We'll all be posted on ESPN975.com, but we still have an hour left to go. Lots of uh, little baseball talk, lots of Texans bashing, and snake wine. That's the show so far. Uh, so your vacation starts uh, Thursday, right? Yes, it does. Okay. So I'm actually taking Thursday. So today is Thursday for me. Yeah. Well, tomorrow will be Friday, and then Thursday will be. Well, Thursday will probably. It's you know, it's a kind of a pain in the ass the first day you get there. Yeah. But by end of day Thursday, I'll I will be laying either in or next to the river, pouring beers into my head. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to be here Thursday or Friday either. I'm going to take a couple of days to work on. Uh, Sports Map Elite. Somebody was asking me about how you know any updates on that. Yeah, we're really close. Um, I I just have some ducks to get in a row. It's a duck thing, as it were. Um, yeah, we had some personnel issues, so I had to I had to bring in a closer to to finish it off. Which the guy I'm bringing in is basically the Araldus Chapman of oh web closers. So yeah, yeah, an old business partner of mine. So excuse me. Uh, and then. Uh, so he's giving me grief for rooting for Chelsea. Can I? Can I have one? Look at the teams that I root for: the Maple Leafs can't the, win a series. The Young Boys. The no, I don't root for the Young Boys. Oh, I'm sorry. On. I like old, I like older boys. Um, <laughs> at least legal age. Um, the, the Jags. The Jags, who I've adopted. The Texans before that. The Texans before existence. that. Yeah. Um, a team that's now defunct in the Roughnecks. And the Saskatchewan Rough Riders haven't played a game in two years. Yeah, that that's that's my uh, my sports milieu, as uh, <laughs> Charlie might say. Any age, but that was uh, yeah, that that's a little different. That's your school. Uh, somebody who wasn't on here saying Fred was going to regret wearing his shirt. Fred doesn't regret. It's not a jersey. It's one. Of, it's one of the warm up kits. It's not even a kit. It's like a shirt. I'll, it's, a, I'll, it's a kit. No, I'll trot it out tomorrow. Will you wear the shorts with it? I don't. No, I'm not going to wear shorts with it. Come on, and like high socks that go up over your knees. No, not going to do that either. Come on. All right. So uh, I, I I teased this last segment, and so I have to pay off. Uh, some amazing names here. First choice for Vincent Vega was not John Travolta. This is like all the names that were... I would, I would assume not, because John Travolta's career was basically in the toilet at that point. Uh, he wanted Michael Madsen. And he couldn't get him? I, I don't know what happened. But I guess, Michael Madsen was in uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Uh, but I think that... I mean, there must have been some conflict, but Madsen was the first choice. Here's one, Interesting. Here's one that worked out. First choice for Jules Win- Winfield was not Samuel L. It was Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. I like him, but, you know, that'd be a full-on Morpheus. And Samuel L. was perfect for that role. Other guys who were considered for uh, Vincent besides... Oh, I know at least one that was. Or actually, I know two that were. Okay. One uh, was Robert Carradine. Yeah, not not for not according to this. 
Oh, okay. Well, I've heard this story before. The, this is for for Vincent, which was Travolta's role. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Like they wanted he wanted uh, Carradine to be to be Vince. The other one that I had heard was um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is on this list. I, and you know who else might be? Listen, I listen to Quentin Tarantino talk about stupid things a lot. Uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington also. So it's Alec Baldwin, Gary Oldman, Michael Keaton, Andy Garcia, Dennis Quaid, Denzel Washington. All names considered for Vincent. All right, this is going to be unpopular because it resurrected Travolta's career. I'd take almost any one of those guys over him. He did good in the role, though. He, he did, but I mean, you can't tell me Gary Oldman wouldn't have been great in that role because he's great in everything. I mean, how about Drexel in True Romance? He must have thought it was White Boy Day. Yeah. He was great in that. Uh, okay. In addition to Fishburne and Jackson, also considered for the role of Jules, Eddie Murphy. All right. Um, okay. So Mia Wallace wound up being Uma Thurman. Uh, I'm going to throw these names out here and keep in mind they would have been much younger. He loves Uma Thurman, though. Yeah, because she'll do foot things with him. But uh, give me a yes or no better than Uma Thurman or not. Virginia Madsen. No. I'll take that. I loved her at the time. Marissa Tomei. Yes. Phoebe Cates. Oh, yes. Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Same kind of, yeah. It's funny because Phoebe Cates and Patricia Arquette, you mentioned those two names, and those were names that he had talked about the role of Honey Bunny. Yeah. uh, As the the girl who... um, is the in the diner robbery with right. with Tim Roth, who's Pumpkin? Yeah, I believe is his name Pumpkin. in the movie. And for Pumpkin, they talked about John Depp. Uh, yeah, I got that list too. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. And, uh, yeah, but the, and there's a really funny one on there too. Uh, here's another one: Robin Wright. Okay, for Mia Wallace. Yes, and Pam Greer. Ooh, Pam Greer would have been good. Yeah, that would have been. Um, in fact, Wallace was not even on Tarantino's first list. Now, keep in mind, this is before he did yeah. Kill Bill, and I obviously fell in love with it then. Uh, Tarantino wrote the part of Butch, played by Bruce Willis, for Matt Dillon. Mm, okay. I think Bruce Willis was they're very. I mean, they're, they're, they've got a similar look. That's not surprising. Uh, Sean Penn, Nick Cage, and Johnny Depp were in contention for the role. Nick Cage was also, the, he was the other guy on the list for Pumpkin, I believe. Yeah, so uh, this is Johnny. He had a thing for Nick Cage Depp, back then. Depp was Tarantino's second choice for Pumpkin. Who was played by Tim Roth? That was Tarantino's top choice. Christian Slater, Gary Oldman, Nick Cage, and John Cusack were also options. He liked John Cusack. He liked John Cusack to be uh, what's the the drug dealer's name? Uh, Lance. Yeah, he wanted John Cusack to be Lance. I could have seen that. Although, uh, what's his face was pretty good in that. Uh, the redheaded dude, uh, Eric, Eric, Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. So. Anyway, that that some pretty cool names on there. Yeah, I could hear Quentin Tarantino talk about how he casts his movies. Like, I, I don't know why I've, I find that interesting. I, I do. He, he is so interesting to listen to, and I um, and now you don't when when you you don't actually buy CDs anymore that have all the extras. But if you can ever find the Pulp Fiction CD that has all the extra scenes that were deleted, and then there's like a thirty minute interview with him on the movie afterwards and it's just fascinating yeah because he's talking about how uh how he shot it on a certain camera and was going for a certain look and then all the the scenes that got taken out when you watch them they're like because there's a there's a few holes in the movie where you're just like like the cab ride where uh she says lady cab yeah where she says uh 
when, when he tells her his name and she says, what does it mean? Because we're from America. Our name, names don't mean bleep. Well, they cut out like three minutes of that. And one was her talking about her name was Esmerello, Esmeralda Villalobos, which means Esmeralda of the Wolves. And she does this whole thing about what her name means. Yeah. And then she asks him, you know, what does your name mean? And so it was just a little thing that was just kind of weird. But there were three or four things like that. And then the whole thing with the Elvis guy versus the Beatles guy. Yep. Uh, there was a whole bunch of setup to that. There was a whole bunch of setup to why she was filming him. They got cut out. And it was fascinating stuff. And, I, and you know, I, I'm sure that somewhere now you can get the full director's cut that has all that. Yeah. Much better. I mean, as good as the movie is, I thought those were bad edits. So, anyway... But then him, him talking about how he filmed it and, and, and all these little details, I, I just find it, it's almost instructional and fascinating. So, you know, we're talking about the Highlander reboot. That's another one. If you can ever find the director's cut of that, there's a whole bunch of scenes in Highlander that make zero sense. But then now it adds like an hour to the movie. Well, I don't want that. But suddenly it makes it, it, it makes it way better. Like his relationship with the woman who runs his art thing, how he found her in World War II, all that stuff's missing from the movie. So anyway, 713-780-ESPN is your number. And, and I think one of the texters wants the Deshaun Watson fluid to now be referred to as snake wine. <laughs> I, I think I'm down with that. I think I'm down with that. We'll have to let the Twitchers decide if that's a... Can a, we just call Deshaun the pit viper? No, because Pit Viper sounds cool. It's true. I think snake wine would be a, a, you know, when we talk about when he pulled the towel off, there was snake wine. I, 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 I think that works. So, like, did Monica Lewinsky, was, it, was that snake wine? That was presidential wine. Oh, that's true. <laughs> a little different there. That's high end. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is perfect. So, uh, Tao guy now is uh, distributing snake wine. That's what it. That's what it amounts to. Looking at the Astros lineup tonight, and it's almost back to normal. Altuve, George Correa. Back? No, not that no, normal. Okay. Altuve, Correa, Bregman, Alvarez, Yuli, Tucker, McCormick, Straw, Maldonado. So, basically, like eight of the nine guys they expected to start the season with. Now, where's, the, where's Correa? Second. Oh, okay. I, I like that. I like Curry up a little higher right now. Boy, Kyle Tucker last night, I, I guess it took playing the Red Sox, but he looked like Ted Williams. You know, all of a sudden, everything's a hit. So, I don't know. I don't, maybe he should be hitting higher than sixth. I don't know. Well, he was second the other day. He was second. Yeah, I, I actually like him higher in the lineup. I, I would, uh, I think I would go... Altuve, Tucker, Correa, Bregman, Alvarez, Yuli. Although Yuli's been hitting so yeah, good Yuli's, too. Yuli's, I, I mean, that's the thing. They go seven deep when they're when well, they're when Brantley's there. Yeah, they go seven deep, and, and all those guys can hit. So you can almost put them in any order you want. It's just a matter of who's hot. That's that's why I like I like them moving forward. They just they're gonna have to you're gonna have to make some moves moves and yeah. Lamont says, will you adopt the Raiders as your team now, or are you Buffalo until you die? I don't know. I, didn't, I found myself, I wanted Buffalo to win last year, but I'm also not like a regular sports fan anymore. I, it's just not in my blood to like be emotionally committed to a team. I can't do it. Uh, you know what happened? Because if the Bills, if they went out and hired 
Bill O'Brien, I wouldn't cheer for them. I just, I just can't do it. And the Raiders, they've got John Gruden. I, I, like, I, know, I know what the Raiders are going to be. There's no point in investing in them. But yep. I, I assume I'll cheer for the Raiders in some, like, in, in the same way that I cheered for the Texans before Bill O'Brien, like very vaguely off to the sideline. Like, I'd rather them win than lose. But I don't think I'm going to be, uh, I, I don't think I'll be in the black hole next season. Let's just put it that way. I, I can, Unless the black hole is a uh, is like the bunny ranch. If there's well, yeah, that, that's you do that. And, and I'll just say, being a fan of a team is a lot of fun if you really enjoy the fact that they lose in the first round every bleeping year. You know, if Dennis Hoff were still alive, he'd have a bunny ranch suite. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Let's take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Man, we were looking at a lot more of those possibilities. That It's the actual list of people that he wanted in order. It's kind of cool. But uh, I don't know why it's coming out now. I feel like it may have come out a long time ago. And it's just re-emerging now. Probably. Probably. Because I think I watched that a documentary about it like uh, several years ago. So I'm sure someone took that and ran with it. But, yeah. I, although I, I mean, I, this is the first time I've actually seen the, the typed out list. Looks like the Deadpool from the Deadpool. Not, not Deadpool, the red guy movie, but Deadpool with Harry Callahan. They had the typed out list. Yeah, that that's how that's how it looks. Um, the uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the lady who played the shame actress in uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. they shame. Yeah, I guess she, I don't like her. I guess she's the chick in Ted Lasso now. She is Hannah Waddingham. Yeah, she's. You want to know the truth? I never even saw her face. You know why? Because the whole time she was ringing that bell, there were boobies on the screen. And I was just watching them. I'm a booby watcher. I mean, when she's in Ted Lasso, she actually looks hot. I mean, she's not wearing like a... I don't uh, watch Ted Lasso. A habit. Uh, But that chick is hot in real life? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they're not supposed to make her hot in this thing. she get naked? No, not yet. That'd be that'd be funny if I, she did. I don't think that's going to happen. In, I mean, I don't know that Ted Lasso is that kind of show. Oh, it's not. But they teased it on that like second or third episode. Well, if there's no nudity, how are you going to convince me to watch, Fred? It's entertaining. <laughs> it's a fun show. It's it's not it's not something that I'm going to go and say, hey, I, I mean, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. But it's it's just it's cute. And I like. I mean, I like cute. 
And it, it, it's an enjoyable 30-minute oh. watch, okay? It's a good lesson on how not to get thrown out of games. Uh, he makes a giant Allen Iverson reference. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't care about this. Yeah, it's it, we're not selling it. <laughs> but it's a feel-good show. Sort of. I mean, they, they kind of choked, but it's a feel-good show. Anyway, the scene that they did... Uh, when uh, she gets captured, uh, they actually waterboarded her Ooh. for like 10 hours off and on to shoot a two-minute scene where she's getting the wine poured on her. And Initially, she was supposed to be violated by the mountain. Ooh. Uh, and then they said, I think they possibly changed it when I the was... The mountain was loyal, though. Yeah. <sighs> to... No, but he was going to oh to the uh, to the to the gal to yeah the, while uh, she was tied down yeah, which yeah. they they as I remember if I remember the scene right they animated that and that they they show her closing the door and the mountain approaching her uh, I, I can't imagine being violated by that wasn't he zombie closing. mountain then yeah which means he had a zombie thing you think it worked oh yeah oh yeah I'm pretty sure well the 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 uh, the guy who gave, made him a zombie probably gave him you know. Viagra or something, probably, so that he'd have a uh, a big zombie thing. But yeah, they, that and so she said, I think they possibly changed it when I was midair flying to Belfast because suddenly I got these sent these new sides that that said I would need a wetsuit top. I thought they'd sent me the wrong bits, and sure enough, when I got there, I was putting a wetsuit top and was and I was like, well, why? And they went, oh, it's waterboarding instead. There, I, there! I was strapped to a wooden table with proper big. Stra- I love how the English talk. Proper big stra- straps for ten hours. Definitely, other than childbirth, it was the worst day of my life. And <laughs> because Lena was uncomfortable pouring liquid in my face for that long, and I was beside myself. But in those moments, you have to think: Do you serve the peace and get on with it, or do you chicken out and go? No, this isn't what I signed up for. You, you serve the peace. You don't want to be like that complaining ass Khaleesi who signed up for a gig and was like, "Nah, I don't want to show my boobs anymore." What? It's literally the job. Right, dragons? Show your boobs. That's why we picked you. Yeah, and bang, a, like, and oh, bang a midget. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm a real actress. Blah, 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 blah. Little person. Bang a little person. That's, that's what we all wanted to see. And they didn't give us that. That's why, that's why nobody liked the season eight. We, we didn't get the sex scene with Tyrion and Daenerys. Oh, we did get it. It was in the dark episode. You just couldn't see it. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Probably a threesome with yeah, uh, Kit Harrington. Yeah, yeah it so, happened. Right. It was crazy, but you couldn't yeah. see it. And the mountain was there. He was mm. in the corner. Zombie baiting. Ah. Uh, <laughs> is that a word? Yeah. He, he, uh, he The mountain's a zuck. He's a zombie. You know. Mm. I you see. can say it. Yeah, but I don't mean to. There are no nude photos of hannah waddington on here she's not a naked kind of chick apparently did you google hannah waddington nude yeah that's usually what i look for waddingham waddingham Waddingham. whichever i mean it's her but there's there's a few that are like lookalikes you know they put those on there but no nothing it's not wrong with that i was just i was doing show research yeah I'm not here to judge yeah, you. Yeah, he's, he, he's in there looking down his nose at me. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Aaron does that. Hell, I'm doing the same circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. Because I beat you to it. I was just looking Dude. at how old she is. She doesn't look like she's 46. Uh, no. no, she, she I, I, You know what? No, I think she looks her age. 
Um, You're saying and, she's held up? Uh, yeah, I, uh, and not, and I mean, I don't mean that she looks like that in a bad way. I think she looks like she's 46 years old, like a like a a handsome woman. I don't know 46. why I can't picture her. Uh, well, because the way she looks in real life, and certainly the way she looks in Ted Lasso, nothing like the Septa. You should just just Google. I'm Googling Ted Lasso and see what she looks like. So yeah, she's an attractive gal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a handsome woman. I don't like her haircut. Eh. She'd make a she'd make a fine future Falcon. Does she have that short hair in the Ted Lasso show? Uh, no, she's kind of got the blonde thing going. It's she not, usually has it done up. Yeah, because she's supposed to be a billionaire. Oh, well, I don't like that. You don't like billionaires. Well, I don't like the, I don't like the haircut that goes along with being a billionaire. I says, Aaron, I'm. Does, to- it look, does it look like that? Yeah, that's kind of. I don't like that. About. Yeah, but she she dresses classier than than that on the show. I, she I, wears it down a couple of times. Yeah, just depending. I, I I just think the way she she just comes off as very classy. Okay, on the show, a classy broad. You're saying? Yeah, I I, I like her. Okay. Well, listen. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm sorry if I said something that hurt your feelings about her. No, no. I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm. I, <laughs> She's very defensive of her. No, I. But listen, I, she's a real nice lady. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> just said I. I find her interesting. Deborah Mantooth is a saint. Uh, Ike says, Aaron, I'm in total agree with, agreement with you on Ted Lasso. I thought the show was incredible. It gave me the same feeling. Angels in the outfield. Incredible, he said, or the Sandlot. Oof, incredible. I mean, I love the show. So. It, would yeah. you say it's incredible? I, think I don't he, know. I don't know if I've ever... I, don't I think know he the said last it. time I used incredible to describe anything. Yeah, I think you've said that. I think so. I Listen, I I enjoyed it. It's It wasn't a waste of my time. I can't say that about everything I watch these days, but I'm looking forward to season two. I'm looking forward... I got some good stuff coming up. The last season of Bosch. Got season two of Ted Lasso and Rick and Morty. Season two of Dave later this month. Yeah, I, I never got into that. I tried. It's so good. It just it it just didn't do it for me. It's, I'm I'm not the target audience. So, oh, you guys are saying mean things about her. I mean, I don't think they're mean things. I find them attractive, but you know that's everybody's different. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN's the number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Got a lot of uh, little movie stuff in today. Some uh, some fight news. Ooh, that's been announced. Well, let's uh, discuss that when we return. All right, don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN with the latest innovations hitting the city of Houston by visiting innovationmap.com or follow them on any of your social media platforms. Just search Innovation Map. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. All right. 
What did you What did you want to get into here? Oh, uh, you, uh, you had fight news. Yeah the the big fight news. Jake Paul's next fight has been scheduled, and it will be against Tyron Woodley. So Tyron Woodley is a legitimate step up for Jake Paul here in that Tyron Woodley is a, a, a guy with a, a wrestling background. Um, but Tyron Woodley also has, well, or had the kind of power that can put dudes away. Um, he has won. He, now, he lost four fights in a row before um, being released from his contract. Uh, but, he, and this, this is a guy who was a, a former welterweight champion. And not, not only was he a welterweight champion, he, he like defended his title multiple times as the champion. I'm trying to look up how many times. He became the champion in... 2016, July 2016, and lost the t- the title in March of 2019. So that's a pretty good run. Yeah, pretty good run. And not that long ago, right? And but Rob, he knocked out Robbie Lawler, and he k- KO'd him. Uh, he knocked out Dong Hyun Kim uh, before that. So he's got that. You know, it's been a long time since he knocked somebody out. If, right. In fact, that Robbie Lawler, where he won the title in 2016, that was his last knockout win. But he he's not a a, a world class boxer, but he is a, a more like what Ben Askren isn't is like a plus athlete. Ben Askren looks like I mean he's, Ben Askren's kind of built like Aaron. Uh, he's just a really good wrestler. And no offense, Aaron, um, but Tyron Woodley is built like like a brick S house. Like he looks, he, he's, he's got muscles on his muscles. Now, whether or not that will translate is, is, you know, it's not, I guess neither here nor there, but he does have the kind of power in his hands that Ben Askren would never dream of having. So it makes it interesting to me because now if they, if they put him in there with like a, a guy who was like a, 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 stri- a, a real striker, I would say, oh, it's a, it's a waste of time because Jay Paul's just going to get smashed. Right. Tyron Woodley's not a real striker. He's a, but he's, he's good enough that it makes me interested in the fight, which I wasn't in Ben Askren. And maybe now that Jake Paul won that fight against Ben Askren, now I care. Now I want to see someone just knock him out. I didn't really care before, I guess. Like him beating up Nate Robinson wasn't enough for me to really get invested. But now that he beat up Ben Askren, or Ben Askren took a fall, I don't really know. Yeah, ben Askren took a fall, but that's kind of what I think. Um, got but, paid a bunch of money for that. But here's what I saw on uh, Ariel Hawani's uh, Instagram today. He uh, he posted some some quotes. Tyron Woodley said, "Easiest fight of my career and biggest first biggest purse of my career all in one night." Basically, they brought me in to take out the trash. I can't wait to shut this bitch up. This is getting done for the culture, the whole MMA community and boxing community to rid this guy of combat sports. And then Jake Paul's quote was, Tyron's a seasoned striker who has fought the best MMA fighters in the world. 
but will be dropped by a Disney star in two rounds. <laughs> I love the whole WWE aspect of this. That certainly exists. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I like sideshows. And I'll enjoy this one. I'll, I'll probably watch. Probably so. Yeah. I'd still like to see him get in with a, a real MMA striker and get his ass kicked, but that that you're not going to do that. Uh, but this, this one is interesting. So you mentioned you saw Army of the Dead. You know, it, it's already in the top 10 of Netflix originals. All time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, number one with 99 million views, Extraction. Most of these came out during the pandemic, too, by the way, when people were locked home. Number two, Bird Box, 89 million. Yeah, that I hated sucked. that. Number three, Spencer Confidential, 85 million. Wasn't bad. Number four, Six Underground, 83 million. Not great, but okay. Uh, Murder Mystery, 83 million. This one I, I love, The Old Guard, 78 million. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen that. That's uh, Charlize Theron is this badass. And uh, I highly recommend it. it. It was really good. Uh, Enola Holmes, 76 million. I, it's more popular than I thought it would be. I thought it that was that was that uh what's her name chick from uh I, I can't remember. I watched it. I, I thought she was annoying. Uh Project Power, seventy five million views. I I like that. And the Midnight Sky and Army of the Dead tied for ninth at seventy two million. Well there you go. I'm gonna guess Army of the Dead is gonna probably get to top five. Okay. If it's already at seventy two million. If I'll be honest, it's a little long. It was and it's a little long for my taste for a zombie movie. I'm like, all right, just they've cut already, it down thirty minutes. Entertain me a little, but I yeah, don't need that much. I, I don't need the people as much. I mean, you know, that, that's the thing. Don't don't overdevelop the characters because you don't have to because you're using cliche characters yeah. almost everywhere. The daughter. also when you have Dave Batista as the star of your movie, it seems like character development should probably be really low on the priority list, right? Hmm. I mean, no yeah. offense to Dave Batista, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's not Showing a lot of, him a little disrespect here. There's not a lot of depth to that is all I'm saying. Well, they have uh, greenlit a an Army of the Dead prequel. <laughs> I don't need that. Which will be focused on Ludwig Dieter. Now, I liked him. I did too, but, but I, I don't, don't like him whole, enough to watch yeah. a whole movie about him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't need the origin story. I'm good. But yeah, there were there were some holes in it that, you know, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. That's that's who played the Enola Holmes, which is why I didn't like it because I don't don't really like her acting. How dare you? I'm sorry. I think she's. Uh, I I don't find her to be a talented actor. Oh, that's insane. Really? Yeah, she's a good actress. For uh, I mean, for a kid. Uh, Captain Pope says Dave Bautista wants to be taken seriously as an actor, refusing to do Guardians Four because he doesn't want to be a shirtless guy anymore. What? Dude, if uh Dude, know your role. If if, you, <laughs> if if not for Guardians, nobody would care about you. Yeah. That got you all these other roles, bro. That's that's I'll never get that. Like you're a big muscle head dude. Like that's the job. Oh, I want to Like do you do you think suddenly you're going to turn into like uh you're you're going to be Denzel? Like no, you you kind of are what you are. Like Listen, even The Rock realizes not to step far outside of his stuff, right? I, I mean, that that's what made The Rock famous was all these action roles. And guess what happens when he tries to step out of them? Yeah. Like, imagine The Rock is like, I'm going to be the next Daniel Day-Lewis. 
No one wants to see The Rock be Daniel Day Lewis. They want to see you throw people around, and like that's what people watch those movies for. Yeah, Imagine see- a Daniel Day Lewis movie where he's just like suplexing guys, throwing guys through tables. We'd all go, "This is nonsense." Imagine Marlon Brando like body slamming someone onto a steel chair. It'd be nonsense. Uh, I want- Especially you, oh, big fat Brando, right? Couldn't I, 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 I want to see him as the Scorpion King. <laughs> I want to see him in, from the Rundown. Uh, Imagine Anthony Hopkins as the Scorpion King. Yeah, it doesn't work. Does it, it doesn't work. You, you know what the ratings would have been if Dave Bautista were the Scorpion King? <laughs> I don't know. They probably would have been just fine. You know why? Because Dave Bautista is a big, dumb muscle head like all these guys. Yeah, I mean, but, but he couldn't do the eyebrow. He's 52 years old. Maybe staying in that kind of shape is injecting more than he planned on originally. Mm. Maybe he's t- needing more of that. Uh, I, actually, most under. Snake venom or snake. Uh, snake wine. Snake, snake wine. wine. Yeah. Uh, maybe Dave Bautista's like you know. Ever since Philip Seymour Hoffman died, there's a there's a big opening for for a guy like that. I can play all his roles. Stop it. Let's, let's remake Twister with yeah. me in both roles. You're Dave Bautista. You're a big muscle head dope. Just right. play the role. All right. Most underrated rock character. Elliot from Be Cool, the gay cowboy. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good character. Pretty much every other character is the same though. Right. Right. Every, everything is. He's always the same guy. But you know what? I mean, he's made a fortune doing it. Yeah, good for him. I mean, John Wayne basically played the same guy in every movie. Well, he either played a cowboy or a soldier. Right. He, he was sometimes very, a cowboy soldier. Yeah, he was very <laughs> versatile. He was like, uh, all right, do you want me for a cowboy movie or a soldier in movie? I'll take the part. Never did he say, I just, I want to be be a ballet instructor like no there's certain jobs that you're built for guy i want to show pain and the emotional struggle this character goes yeah. no the pain he goes through is he gets shot in the arm he digs out the bullet and then he shoots the other guy again you know who could now that he's back maybe uh if if dave bautista doesn't want to reprise his role in guardians 4 maybe kevin spacey can do it that'll that'll be just the same right <laughs> Poor baby Groot. Uh, could you see John Wayne trying to do Shakespeare? No. Life's a poor player. Struts and frets his hour upon the stage, pilgrim. A tale told by an idiot. Full of sound and fury. Hey, put that gun down! Yeah. I'm, I'm sure at some point he did Shakespeare. <laughs> he had to at some point. <laughs> uh, Brother Bear said that Arnold uh, kind of step outside with kindergarten cop. Not really. I mean, no, because he kind of played a big, big dummy. He played a big dummy. Yeah. Yeah, with a heart. I'm trying to, like, did Arnold ever really step outside of his box? No. No, because he, he could, because for one thing, he can't talk, right? So you have right. to limit what he does. That's why he's so perfect in Terminator. It's not a tumor. It's like he can't talk. Now, imagine they, like, imagine Arnold saying, like, I'm so tired of being the muscle man. I want to be, I want to play Tom Hanks' role in Philadelphia. <laughs> like, how do you think that movie would have worked out? That's what Dave Bautista's looking for. <laughs> I, Dave Bautista wants to be Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. I got news for you, Dave Bautista. You ain't that. All right? Oh, boy. Uh, seven one three seven. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All all of Arnie's stuff was either Stone Cold Killer or humorous. Yeah, d- dummy. 
basically. The lo- like the lovable, you know, he-, he was lovable because he was a big dumb galoot. Yeah, like twins. Yes. Yeah, jingle that- all the way. He was the dumb dad who forgot to get the gifts. Hmm. And then, well, you know what gifts he should have got? At least for himself, four, four roses. roses. I mean, he was looking for a gift for his child. Yeah, well, you know what? When that child grows up, that Fred, child's going to drink four roses when they become That's the truest legal. lie you've ever told. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. But anyway, uh, guys, if uh, you're looking for a Father's Day gift, four roses is the way to go. And uh, guess what? Stay tuned because we're going to be having a contest that will result in uh, some of you guys getting to participate in a four roses tasting event with Chris Hart and A.J. Hoffman and me. And uh, Four Roses. And guys, go to uh, uh, fourrosesbourbon.com summer. They've got a whole bunch of, of drink ideas for you. And this is a way to make your dad happy. And kids, if you're listening, this is a way to make your dad happy uh, for Father's Day. Get him a Four Roses small batch. It, it's fantastic. I get asked all the time about what's a, what's a great bourbon? What's a great bourbon? Four Roses always top of my list, man. And uh, Summer Heat was made for Four Roses small batch. Cool down, mellow out, and learn more at fourrosesbourbon.com. They've been doing it since 1888. Plenty of drink recipes online at fourrosesbourbon.com. Check out Specs. They've got it there. Check out your liquor store, Four Roses. You're listening to The Blitz. Lock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz, final segment of the day. And as uh, A.J. mentioned on Twitch, Soccer Matters coming up next with Glenn Davis. So, Aaron, I want, I want you to ask Glenn a question for me. Don't, don't do it early, like make, wait about three or four minutes in so I can hear the answer while I'm driving home. Bigger deal, winning the Premier League or winning the Champions League? Just, I, I want to know what he thinks. Because uh, Glenn's opinion matters when it comes to soccer. All right, let's do a little uh, Hey Man Bleep Dad. I'll go first. All right. Uh, I probably won't fly these airlines, but American Airlines and Southwest Airlines have suspended alcohol sales until oh. September. Because... These people are acting like ridiculous idiots. And there's all kinds of... And we've, we've talked about all the fan behavior, but the same thing's been happening to planes. People are uh, are just being jerks. And, I mean, like the... It finally came just days after a 28-year-old was recorded punching a Southwest Airlines flight on a trip from Sacramento to San Diego. First off, they're Californians. You know, they, they don't speak for all of us. But don't punch flight attendants. I mean, these guys, their job's not easy. And when you're on an airplane, the whole thing is we're just trying to get to where we want to go in one piece. And most of us like to drink alcohol on the way and not punch people and just kind of chill. That's it. And, I mean, stop being a-holes. This is like everywhere. Quit screwing it up for the rest of us who just want to enjoy our flight 
have a few drinks, chill, be nice to the flight attendants, and get to where we're going so we can have more drinks. That's it. So you guys who are doing this stuff and causing these problems, to you I say, hey man, f*** that. I had a uh, story as well about the airlines. I I understand that getting clout is like a, uh, that's a big thing now, clout chasing. Cloud chasing? Cloud. I do that when I'm stoned. No, no, no. And like often on social media, the big deal is to do something really dumb, like eat Tide Pods or put your hand on a hot stove or something like that. And we've talked before about... Or take off your towel. We've talked before about how stupid that is, yet people do it for clout. But at the end of the day, if you eat the Tide Pod or you put your hand on the stove, that's a you problem. What I don't like are people... At the front of an airplane, uh, recording a TikTok video while everyone else is piled up waiting to get off the airplane. I saw this one too. Like, dude, it, honestly, what you know what separates men from from beasts is beasts can get off of an airplane in an orderly fashion. It, men, we just can't, it's something about our our I, I guess our species. We just can't handle airplane etiquette. Oh, women are worse than men on an airplane. I, I just mean I know man mean. as in human. But it, now's not the time to make your stupid TikTok video. And honestly, someone should have just whooped his ass. Although then they turn into the guy you're trying to get rid of. Yeah, but but, but you know what? That's a different situation. I'm going to be okay with it if somebody... Because yeah, the one thing... And, and again... We're all just trying to get to the same place. We're all just trying to get off the plane in an orderly fashion as soon as possible because most of us have been sitting there not drinking for three hours now, thanks to you guys. I'm with you. Um, I, I do have a, an actual... I, I guess I've got a double hey man bleep that then because that one just popped up when you were, when you were talking about airplanes. Um, a man has been arrested... Because he really, really, really wanted a radio DJ to play his favorite music. So he sent 11 letters stained with his semen requesting to get ah. the songs played. Ah. Listen, Deshaun, this is why this is why I'm getting out of radio, honestly. I don't know how many of these letters have been coming in lately ever since I decided that uh, that I'm leaving. It's, it's all that's coming in. Uh, it, uh, it's guys, all coming in. Yeah, stop sending those letters. It's gross. <laughs> to that I say, hey man, <laughs> that. Uh, recently, researchers have been looking at human existence, and they figured out that the cap on human life will probably be about 150 years old. And they're what? expecting eventually humans to start living, like the the upper echelon of humans to start living to 150 years. Oh, I thought you meant like humans will be gone 150 no. years from now. No. I'd be okay with, with that. With medicine and everything, some humans will be able to survive to 150 years old. I'm good. I don't I'm need 32. That. My knees hurt. My ankles hurt at all times. I My body isn't going to last 150 years. And if I'm still alive at like 80, I don't want to do that. Like, unless you're going to give me full-on robot limbs where it doesn't hurt anymore. Well, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be a cyborg that's just a human brain. You're going to have, like, metal exoskeleton and a, and a metal penis. So I'll have pudding brain. Hey, I mean, I'll sign up for that. No, I don't, I've don't. i been here long. If I get to 80, I've been here way too long as it is. I've overstayed my welcome. 
150 years just sounds miserable. Yes. Hey, man, f*** that. That's still a lot I want to accomplish, man. And I'm, I got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I know my limitations. I'm not going to accomplish much on this world. <laughs> that's, that, that's the defeatist More attitude here. That's a defeatist attitude. You got you to gotta, you shoot for the stars, man. You got to go for it. Then, then you're going to get to be 56 years old. Like, man, you know what? I'd kind of like to live a little longer. I need I to watch more to Ted do. Lasso is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, he has a positive influence on you, I think. You know, I, I, I think a little positivity could go a long way. That's, this, is why, this is why I want to get rid of all this, this hatred that people have. Uh, all, all the throwing stuff at basketball players and punching flight attendants. Not cool. Not cool at all. Be, be nice to each other on the roads. That's all I'm looking for. Because you know what? The way people are getting angry with each other, none of you are going to live to 150. Because somebody's going to whack you. That's just a fact. I read that in a book. All right. I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still, I'm ready for the, either the alien attack or the zombie apocalypse at this point. I, Both I, long overdue in my opinion. Yeah. Human, humans had their chance, man. And you know what? We, we've basically survived the pandemic of a century, and you guys come out of it worse? You're bigger a-holes? Yep. And again, not all of you. Hey, man, f*** that. But most of you. you know, and everybody who listens to 610, definitely. But, no, I mean, that's, that's, it's frustrating to me. It's like we should, should have learned to be nicer to each other and appreciate each other more because we basically had to be away from people for a year. Yeah. And it had the exact opposite response. So, oh, well, um, Good news is, you know, you know, it'd make you happier so that you don't hate people so much and Tell you me. feel better about yourself. Go see Dr. Linville and get your hair back because that's what he does. And man, it, guys, if you, if you're losing your hair and you don't want to, you don't want people to know yet, then go see him because here's what he, here's what he does. He does the neograft procedure where he takes the hair off the back of your head and he puts it to where it's missing. That's what he did for me. And, you know, got a normal looking head of hair now. That uh, I didn't have when I, before I went in and see him, to see him, and uh, you can go to nine seven five hair dot com. Get your consultation. Consultation is free for ESPN listeners. So hear what he has to say. The cool thing is he just wants to help people like you, like me, and yes, even himself. Take a look at his hair; it looks fantastic. And uh, I guarantee you, when you see that and hear, hear, let him talk you through the process, you'll want to get it done as well. I'm glad I did it, man. It's made such a difference. And uh, again, go to 975hair.com. Get your free consultation, 975hair.com. Heisman Trophy winner and College Hall of Fame Billy Sims, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.